our African-American neighbor heard me singing. She said, boy, you need to come to my church. She took me to the church and I started singing there. And um, it was, they, they really loved what I was sharing. And then one day the minister came up to me and said, Ashley, because they called me Ashley, are you thinking about God when you're up there singing? And that just, I was terrified. I was it like, you know, it was like hit by the think about God truck. Like, oh, I need to think. He said, make sure you think about God because that's where the anointing comes through. And I was like, what in the world? I, and then that whole week, I tried to think about God. The only image I could hold on to was an old man sitting on a big old cloud with a fishing pole. And I could hold on to that for maybe about six seconds, but that was the longest I could hold on to a thought of God. <laughs> and so when I went up to sing and to perform, I was trying to think about God and I, I couldn't find the key. I felt strange holding the microphone. In other words, I wasn't present to sharing. I was totally caught up in my thoughts, in my mind, in my, I need to do something. It needs to be a certain way and it needs to be right. And therefore, I was just a mess. Welcome to Men This Way, the podcast for every man who seeks to live his deepest purpose in life, who's committed to showing up fully and giving his unique gifts to the world. Because if not you, then who? I'm your host and fellow journeyman, Brian Reeves. Brian with a Y. Reeves. Men, this way. Does inner freedom seem to elude you? Always just outside your reach, no matter what you do? Did you know the worst thing that can happen to you is just a thought? And what do so many wealthy people have in common with your grumpy neighbor? Well, in this episode, my guest Ash Ruiz and I explore and offer profound insights to these questions and more. And we also give you simple tools that can completely shift how you experience freedom regardless of your circumstances. Ash Ruiz is a fascinating human being. As a teenager, he was a member of the Latin boy band Menudo, one of the most successful music groups in history. Ash is also one of my closest friends and a man whose presence in my life changed everything. I met Ash in Miami in 2005 and soon after spent about six years managing his wildly talented and inspiring music band, Here to Hear, which he formed with four other talented men and musicians a few years after he left Menudo. But you know what else Ash did after leaving Menudo and before Here to Hear? When all his fellow menuditos, like Ricky Martin, you might have heard of him, were working to up-level their fame with solo albums and soap opera appearances, Ash quietly left the spotlight and went to the jungles of Peru for a few years, where he met that pungent shamanic medicine jungle brew, Ayahuasca, which ripped his eyes and heart wide open to deeper spiritual truths beneath twinkling star-studded flying saucer skies. In fact, you should go listen to Here to Hear and Ash's music on Spotify or whatever music app you listen to, and the links will be in my show notes at brianreeves.com slash podcast. 
Again, it's Brian with a Y, Reeves.com slash Men This Way podcast. Because his music, like his everyday being, which you'll meet in a moment, is drenched with the spirit of Ash's awakening experiences. I had the great privilege of touring with Ash and the band all over North America for 12 months in 2009 and 2010 in a Dodge Durango SUV hauling a 12-foot trailer full of instruments, CDs, and dreams. We performed over 150 concerts in 80-plus cities where we slept in the homes of countless fans who gave us not just beds and living room floors and couches and backyard tents and once even a barn to sleep in, but they gave us so much love too. Ashes and Here to Hear songs, and by the way, Here to Hear is H-E-R-E with two I's in the middle, I-I, H-E-R-E. Their songs and their talent for making this inspired music come alive on stage enraptured and inspired everyone who was fortunate to experience them during their 14-year run. We heard stories of fans playing their music when birthing children, and one fan even played their song Holy on his deathbed, with his family surrounding him as he transitioned from this life into the next. Through his presence, his music, his being, and especially his laughter, which you'll get to experience in this fun conversation, Ash has been a profound gift in my life. He's the guru I never wanted, but so glad I had. Because his influence runs throughout my life's work as a thriving life coach to men, women, and couples, and particularly in my emphasis on learning to see everything that happens around us, not as something happening to us, but rather something that is always happening for us, for our benefit, even if we can't yet see that. I'm super excited to share Ash's presence and his wit and his wisdom and his laughter with you. Be sure to stay tuned for Ash's five key takeaways at the end of this episode of Men This Way. All right, let's dive. Ash Ruiz. Hello What's there. up? Oh my goodness. Or as I, as I like to call you, actually. <laughs> right, 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 right. What up, Brian? I really have no recollection of where that came from. Why we actually and Brian, I don't know. He must have been touring through the deep south or something. That's exactly right. We were touring through the deep south and we was tired and our words just couldn't come out right. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, Ash, I've probably said this, uh, well, no, I will say this in the introduction, but I want to speak this to you. You know, I have, um, in the days since you and I worked together, lived together, I've gone on to, you know, be successful in blogging, coaching, like I've gained a lot of readers around the world. It's like, it's it's been working out really well for me. And, and I've been able to be of service to a lot of people, but I want to really just point this out. And I, I say this to people often when they ask about my influences, man, your presence in my life, what I learned from you, not mm. just what you teach in your workshops and in your work, mm. but who you be mm. is just <laughs> resounds, you know, reverberates through my work is so present in everything that I do. And, and, and of course, practice in my own life. You know, I, I never wanted a guru, man, but, but I had one and it was you. <laughs> I just want to acknowledge you. Oh, it's, uh, I love you, brother. 
And and I so receive that. And it's such a joy to watch your authenticity roar throughout the cosmos, roar throughout this planet and throughout the beautiful beloveds that you get to touch and you get to inspire and you get to challenge. You know, you are a powerful motherfucker. Thank it's you. It's wonderful to watch. Thank and, you. And to witness. And I and and it's such a joy to have been a, a part of, of just celebrating who you are and seeing it. Thank and, you. And inviting you to see it too. <laughs> oh man, I can't tell you, man. You know, seriously, you your 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 voice is with me constantly. So just uh, know that I know that and that I am just forever grateful to your your influence. Because that's so exciting for me to be able to have this conversation with you and now yes. share you in this way with, with my audience. I'm so, so honored and so excited yeah. and it's really special that we get to come on yeah. here and talk and share in, in this way. You know, we have yeah. it in a while, so I feel like there's like just some extra mm-hmm. juice. Because mm-hmm. you're one of my beloved friends, mm-hmm. beloved brothers, beloved men that I've had the honor. Manzes Manzes. That's what it is. That's the plural. <laughs> honor to, to walk with on this, on this life. And yeah. yeah, I'm so excited to dive in. Yeah, and I just want to acknowledge too, just because of the the culture, the climate, the the changing mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I'm a I'm a former military Air Force captain, soldier, fraternity guy, all of that, and mm-hmm. you're this just flamboyantly <laughs> uh, expressive, you know, gay man of just so former much former menudo phone sex operator. <laughs> oh my! Oh Lord! I, I hope we have time to tell that story. Ooh. And, and again, you know, your presence and influence in my life. I just can't. And I point out that contrast because I want, you know, all of the men listening to know that the influences that the teachers in our lives, yes. they come in all yes. kinds of, mm-hmm. I mean, just you alone, Ash, come in all kinds no of colors. That's right. <laughs> so I just want to, I'll call that out and acknowledge it. And But before yes, we dive in, powerful. Mm-hmm. before we dive in, I just want to know, because you've been touring again with Menudo. Uh-huh, that's right. <laughs> What's that been like, man? From the before and after, you know, what was it, oh. 20, 20, 30 years ago, touring in a one of the biggest bands on the planet. Yes, yes. Competing with Michael Jackson for, for audience class. <laughs> what's yes. it like? What's it like? You know, what's it like now? It truly is wondrous. It's fascinating. I kind of feel like I'm getting that opportunity you know after i left the group every now and every now and then i'd think wow you know what would it be like if if i had this understanding now you know if i only knew then what i know now what would it be like and all of a sudden i find myself back in it you know in mm-hmm. the the waking up at five in the morning going to all the all the tv shows and the radio doing all the promo mm-hmm. and then doing the show and and it's just such a gift that I can be so present Mm -hmm. to all that goes on and I can be so present to all the people that work so hard for, you know, all of the, the, the lights and and the glamor and the, and the show, you know, to, to do its thing. And then I can be so present to all the fans and all the people that have been supporting us for 20 plus years that are now mothers, (laughs) wives, grandmothers, you know, (laughs) grandfathers. One thing that's been really sweet is also noticing because of, of the slight evolution that has taken place with people accepting themselves and the overall society accepting more people, more of our gay fans have come out of the woodworks when before mm. they were kind of more in the, on, the, on the down low and not so 
present with the screaming and the adoration, you mm-hmm. know, up front. They're up front and center now. And it's mm-hmm. so beautiful to meet them and mm-hmm. to see them and to congratulate them. And so that's that's one of the, the shifts. And it's also really great to be with these guys, you know, these mm-hmm. men that I've had a relationship with since I was 14 years old. And then, of course, life moved us in many different directions. Yeah. But now to come back together, it's like time hasn't passed. Mm. And I get to meet the men that they are, the fathers that they mm. are, the husbands that they are. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. And they gave me a name. You know, they have their own version of spirituality per se, but they're still, you know, enjoying mm-hmm. the theme of being caught up in stress and caught up in, in, <laughs> in, 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 in stories and life and yeah. whatnot. So they uh-huh. say, I'm going to go stand next to Xanax. Oh, really? So they, they call, call you Xanax? Xanax? <laughs> <laughs> I could just I stand know. by I him. More like relax. ecstasy. More, <laughs> okay, like, more, hey. like, more like ecstasy with a hey. shot of Red Bull. All right. <laughs> ecstasy with a shot of Red Bull laced with okay. ayahuasca. <laughs> Totally, totally. But it's so funny. They call me Xanax. Yeah, such a trip. Really fun. <laughs> uh, that's 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 amazing. And and you're getting you're getting paid well. I mean, because I know when you were doing yeah. this as a, as a child, basically, you were exploited. There were. <laughs> Oh my God, that was so crazy. So, you know, to look out at an audience of, you know, thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands, and everyone's wearing a Menudo t shirt, everyone's wearing Menudo jeans, everyone has a Menudo pencil everywhere. And then it's like, I'm only getting paid $1,000 for the show. For real? (laughs) What you talk about, Willis? I think that's why they they kicked us out when we had, when we started getting chest hair. It's like, oh, you know. They're starting to question things. We got to replace them with with a new one. <laughs> oh no! They catching on. They catching on. We need They're to change it up. On. We need to change it up. Change it up. Change the green screen. <laughs> oh my goodness! So right. So finally, you're being honored by the people who in new ownership. All of that. Yes, 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 yes. It's a, it's a it's a whole new experience, and we were a part of this thing called the '90s Pop Tour which is a lot of fun because I got to see people that I haven't seen in like 20 something, 25 Mm -hmm. years, Mm -hmm. you know, other artists. So it's like a bunch of artists coming together to celebrate the nineties with all the hits that we had in the Mm nineties. And we're doing like, you know, 30,000 people shows, stadium Mm -hmm. concerts. Mm -hmm. And it's so fun. You know, there's elevators, like five elevators, you know, it's a huge production. Yeah. And um, that was a powerful experience. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, there's so much already that I want to dive into <laughs> the, the, the whole, the whole Xanax question. Um, but before I want to just introduce a little bit more of your, your background, where you come from okay. to, to, to our listeners. So I'd like to ask this question, tell us about a, a significant event or experience in your early life that played a uh-huh. fundamental role in shaping who you are, who you've become as a man. Yes. There are many, of course. The one that stands out to me now is just really getting a sense that I was, you know, that that part of my identity was being an instrument of goodness, an instrument of of, of praise, as this woman uh, called me. So when I was about six years old, you know, I was the little gay boy whose favorite Mm. album was Aretha Franklin's gospel album. (laughs) So I was a six-year-old little bull-headed, you know, got the bull haircut, blonde Uh little boy. Uh-huh. singing Amazing Grace in my backyard, playing with my G.I. Joes. And our African-American neighbor heard me singing. She said, boy, you need to come to my church. Mm-hmm. She took me to the church. 
And I started singing there and um, it was, they, they really loved what I was sharing. And then one day the minister came up to me and said, Ashley, because they mm. called me Ashley. Mm. Ashley. <laughs> My name has always been so fun. Congratulations uh-huh. in <laughs> So Ashley, are you thinking about God when you're up there singing? Uh-huh. And that just, I was terrified. I was it like, you know, I was like hit by the think about God truck. Like, oh, mm. I need to think. He said, make sure you think about God because that's where the anointing comes through. And uh-huh. I was like, what in the world? Like, and then that whole week, I tried to think about God. The only image I could hold on to was an old man sitting on a big old cloud with a fishing pole. Hmm. And I could hold on to that for maybe about six seconds, but that was the longest I could hold on to a thought of God. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so when I went up to sing and to uh-huh. perform, I was trying to think about God and I, I couldn't find the key. I felt strange holding the microphone. Wow. In other words, I wasn't present to mm. sharing. I was totally caught up in my thoughts, in my mind, in my, wow. I need to do something. It needs wow. to be a certain way. And it needs to be right. And therefore, I was just a mess. And then I had a very wow. sweet choir director. I cannot remember her name. I'm trying to think if it was Albertina or something like that. But she was so sweet. And after church, we would rehearse for next week. And so we were in the rehearsal room. And she came up to me and she said, Ashley, Ashley, <laughs> what happened? What's going on? Are you okay, child? What, what Do you need some food? Are you, did you get in trouble? What's going on? And I and I was like, um, 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 uh, you know, the, the 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 minister pastor told me I need to think about God, and she gave me one of those looks. You know, she was like, mm, child, mm. you don't need to think about God. She's like, he does not know what he's talking about. Mm. And she was like, look, and then she pointed to the guitar, and you know, there was a guitarist playing the guitar. She pointed to the guitar and she said, is that guitar thinking about the guitarist right now? Mm. And I was like. <laughs> No, it's why it's not. Why it's not thinking about the guitarist. Yeah. Okay, she pointed to the piano. Is that piano thinking about wow. that piano player? Wow. Is that saxophone thinking about that saxophone player? She was like, no, child. She was like, you are an instrument of praise. No thought mm. is needed. You show up and you're available and you let God work its magic. You let life move through you. Wow. And I heard that. I heard that. And boy, did it affect you know, the, the rest of my life in a profound wow. way. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I mean, I just, you sharing that story, I can see the, again, knowing you so well and having, mm-hmm. having been so close with you all those years, but mm-hmm. you, you know, see how that's influenced you. But also I just see how, you know, I look at all the ways that I've you know, in trying to be something and the trying to be something to, to hold yeah. a standard, to hold a, you know, I'm going to be a good partner to my woman Yes, yes. and just seeing how much I fucked up being a good, and just, <laughs> just by yes. now, I'm not present. I'm so, I'm so yes. in the idea of being yes. a good partner that I'm actually not being a very yes. good partner. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. Amazing how that's such a consistent theme in, in our yeah. experience as a human being. <laughs> I know. I, I want to be a good president. And yes, wow, what a terrible best. president. I want to be a good, <laughs> good politician or I want to be a good, good citizen of, you know, and I'll just, oh, and how, wow, man, that's such a, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, one of the biggest teaching moments I've had so many with you, but one that stands out 
as you're sharing this right now is when we were engaged in those, those big contract negotiations, the band, right? With, uh, <laughs> yes. Suzanne DePass and the, the, yes. owner, the owner of Motown yes. Records. Yes. <laughs> and I remember the six of us, you know, the five guys, you, me, we were sitting around that table somewhere in downtown Miami kind of discussing <laughs> this ridiculous contract, man. That was just terrifying in all these ways. Yes, and, yes. And we're just going back and forth. What do we do? What do we do? And I remember you said, look, it's just so comforting to know that the worst thing that can ever happen to me is just a thought. <laughs> and in that moment, I flashed, I had this flashing vision of you sitting in the seediest, most just cockroach ridden uh, motel on this boulevard, just sitting in a, like a lotus position, meditating with a big old smile on your face, cockroach running all over your body, just, you know, you rent it by the hour and, and you, but you just smile. And I was like, oh man, that is actually kind of nice to know. Yes. So, so, but, but expound on that. I mean, I've had a lot of time to spend with that and, and but, but what, what, what did you mean by that? <laughs> well, you know, we rely so much on circumstance. We rely so much on things being a certain way. We kind of have this idea that if my life looks a certain way, if I get the best contracts and I get the best crib and I get the best car and I get the best relationship and I get the best world and the, and the, and the cleanest world and the safest planet and the, all of these different things, then I can be at peace. Mm. Then I can relax. Then I can then I can, you know, once I have these things, then I can show up as my authentic self. Then I can feel safe to, to be loved. Then I can feel safe to be authentic or, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, and so what happens is we overlook that if we just stop for a moment and allow ourselves to, to be here, it's kind of like, you know, those snow globes. So we're sitting in the snow globe, but instead of the pretty little glitter snow, it's like all of these words and all of these descriptions about life and it's just you know just just a big old storm of stuff but when we stop and allow those to settle such clarity reveals itself and you know what i notice is that every atom is in its place every thought is in its place every feeling every sensation and it's like i don't need the middleman of what i thought i needed for me to show up as who i naturally am right now for me to show up as peace for me to show up as a presence of love for me to show up as a kind word, for me to show up as a shoulder for a friend, mm-hmm. for me to show up as an available human being to walk somebody across the street. None of that needs to be, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. I heard a man say um, out here in California, this, this, mm-hmm. this, this incredibly artistic man, his home in Malibu is just painted. I mean, he's a visionary artist. And I heard uh-huh. him say, this is presentation at his home. And I actually hope to get him on this podcast. But he, he said, there are no evil atoms. Oh, so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> there are no yeah. evil atoms. No evil atoms. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say to the mind... And I know, because again, I, I'm still plagued by this. It's still a practice mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. to not buy into all of my ideas about what uh-huh. I think needs to happen. Yes. What yes, has yes, to happen. Yes. yes. What, yes. what do you, especially I think as, and as men, um, I don't, and I don't know how much you, you identify with this, but I, I know it's a very common pressure that a lot mm-hmm. of men feel to, we have to provide, we have mm-hmm. to be the mm-hmm. soul, you know, we're, we're like we're carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders. And if mm-hmm. I don't do what must be done, 
you know, I'm again, look at politics. If we don't put up that wall, sh- mm-hmm. bad shit's going to happen. Or mm-hmm. if we do put up that wall, bad shit's going to happen. Like, you know, <laughs> we're damned if we do, damned if we don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so, just, you know, imagining just a, a man listening and saying, well, that sounds great in theory that, yeah, I don't, none of these things have to happen. But if I don't go to work and do this job that I'm not in love with, I won't be able to pay my bills. I won't be able to, you know, fill in the blank or some, the sky is going to fall. Yeah. What do you, what do you say? To that? Yeah. So in giving yourself a vacation from you, giving yourself a vacation from the world, giving yourself a vacation from, you know, I like to call it the, we're so enamored with, with the Netflix or the Hulu, with the Gaia. We're so enamored with the story mm-hmm. that we overlooked that, you know, the, the light that feeds it, that's the source of these experiences. We know we don't pay attention to this ever-present source. And so to give yourself a vacation from that, stop. Mm. Have a don't know moment. Give yourself mm. a I don't know moment for a moment. Mm. You don't yeah. have to know for one second. Doesn't mean yeah. it's going to be the rest of your life, but for one second, yeah. don't have to know that you're a man. Don't have to know that you're human. Yeah. Don't yeah. have to know that there's a fucking Wednesday. Don't have right. to know that there's a seatbelt. Don't have to know that right. there's a, for a moment. Give yourself a, a, a moment to be untamed and yeah. wild and free. Yeah, you know, give yourself a second for that. And then from that space, you know, you start to experience your life with a different luster. You know, it's, it's like the film, the overlay, the superimposition of all your ideas and stories you get to relax and you can clearly experience your moment. And you may discover that you don't have to go to work, but you damn well want to That's because right. you love your experience. And therefore, yeah. you're not a victim of these things. You're empowered. You're like, oh, yes, I want to wake up at five in the morning. I want to. I, I, I want to pay my light bill. I want to you right. know, take care of my babies, <laughs> and it has a completely different energy. <laughs> That's right. It's like you you discover that you actually don't have to pay your bills. You don't have no, to even eat. No, you don't have no. to. You don't have to. I tell this to when I when I <clears throat> work with this distinction with parents, especially. I, yeah. I say, look, you actually don't have to feed your kids. There are parents who don't. <laughs> But I yes. bet you really want to. I bet you really want to. Yes. <laughs> you know, one of the biggest and, and saddest and most difficult and challenging life lessons I think that I've ever experienced was, was with the band, Here to Here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That experience, you know, all of our fans, just, just in our own clarity, our own, our own <laughs> thoughts about what the world needs. And, yeah. and by the way, yeah. since we have this moment, if you're listening, <laughs> do go listen to Here to Here's music. Oh my goodness. Ash's yeah. music on, <laughs> it's on Spotify. It's on uh, uh-huh. iTunes. iTunes. You spell it H-E-R-E-I-I. Two little I's in the middle. We got to clarify that because Ash wanted that name and it made it really damn difficult to market and explain to people, Ash, but it's H-E-R-E with little two little eyes and then H-E-R-E again, here to here. Search that on Spotify because there are times I still listen to the music and I just think, oh, there's that part of me that's like, God, there's so many people yes. would be served by this. And, yes. and, and, and a and sweet I, heartbreak. Uh-huh. Exactly. And I... And I, and I often thought, I would say to people, look, this is either going to be the biggest 
band in the world, or <laughs> it's going to be the best music you never heard of. <laughs> and you know that experience. What was that like for you going through that? And again, all of the all of the expectations. I don't know in your own mind, but certainly mm-hmm. in the world around us, man. All the expectations. Yes. Everyone yes. was saying, "You guys got to be on Oprah." And we yes. were like, "Yeah, yes, we yes, agree." Yes. <laughs> and then you know. No, 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 none of that. Yeah, we wasn't up. We weren't on the whole or the P or the R or the A or the H. <laughs> we wasn't even on Harpo. <laughs> we, uh, we weren't even on local access. No, we okay. I think we did a few little local access things. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you know, well, we were on Good Morning America. Remember, That's we thought right. we, were, we, thought, we right. thought, oh, this is it, man. This is going to yes. be our big break. Four and a half million people had to put that in every bio. <laughs> how many how many downloads did we sell that morning do you remember i remember really like well. three no one we made we made i tell people we didn't i ask people how much money do you think we made after that good morning america appearance how many downloads do you think oh i don't know maybe a couple thousand dollars oh no we made less than one dollar we made okay. 99 cent <laughs> <laughs> we can't even get a pack of now and later <laughs> in one Jolly Ranch. And split it six ways because there's six of them. That's right. <laughs> oh, so good. What, that was, that, what was that like so for you, good. man? Because, you know, we've all had so-called failures, that things that we thought would yeah. go away and, and they didn't. What was that like for you? Yeah. You know, well, there was such a, a willingness for it to for it, it to blow up and such a willingness for, mm. for, for us to be, you know, uh, this, 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 an, another expression of the Beatles happening on the planet, or, mm-hmm. or you know, a huge trailblazing force of transformation and awakening for our species because of the music and the lyrical content. Such a willingness for that, and I also felt that I was really, really blessed to recognize after having the Menudo experience, and after having experiences of deep, profound recognition of what's real and what's mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. There was, you know, equal to that willingness was the space of that there's an okayness, regardless of it happens mm-hmm. or not. Yeah. And also a willingness to be completely heartbroken and mm-hmm. to have that sweet heartbreak. And I love that there's that heartbreak still present. We were performing, um, we're doing something called Feast for the Soul with our dear friend Valerie Silitker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 40 days of manifest of, of um, mindfulness and meditation. And here to hear is one of the presenters. And we were doing our meditation and doing our improv moment. And I felt such a sweet, you know, like, a, oh, this is just so beautiful and divine and, and such a gift to this planet. And, you know, I had one of those moments where like, and it, did, it ne- did, didn't go to where we intended yeah. it to go and thought mm-hmm. that it was going to go and manifested for it to go and got prayed on for it to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but you know how sweet that it's yeah. so alive and, and just we yeah. get to be a, a sweet whisper of awakening as opposed yeah. to a, a loud besito chiquitico. <laughs> yeah. Another song y'all need to go listen to on Spotify. <laughs> you know, as you tell that story, I'm, I'm, I'm reminded of your journey after Menudo the first time where you went down uh-huh. to the jungles of Peru. Yes. yes. What'd you do there? Yes. What'd you do yeah. there? Oh my goodness. I was trying to recreate a profound experience I had when I was 16. <laughs> After my father passed away, I was mm-hmm. in Machu Picchu at 16 and I had a profound experience of, of a total aware, clear bliss. You know, no atom out of its place. 
no mean Adam, <laughs> you know, just total bliss. And, you know, then mine did what it did and I, and I turned it into an experience. Oh, Ashley had an experience. And so when I left the group, that kept gnawing at me and I had to go back and recreate it. So I went to the same place. I, I even made it even more dramatic. Instead of taking a helicopter to Machu Picchu, I did the Inca Trail, which is a four-day hike, which I'm a bad. Thank, thank you to those French tourists that found me and, and gifted me four protein <laughs> bars. I love you. I'm forever at your feet. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> but, but it was, so I was really dramatic with, with my, you know, recreating this experience. I get to the, to, uh, you know, I'm like five feet away from the same spot that it happened. But yeah. I had that moment. And I walked really slowly to mm. get to that spot. I was just saving. I was like, mm-hmm, right foot, left foot, yes, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm going, this is going to be amazing. This is, this is the PowerPoint. This is, you know. And, and I got there and nothing happened. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, what's going on up in here? What, you know, what I just invest in? <laughs> Why did I, I leave Portofino, Italy? Come here and... <laughs> <laughs> and to be in a come in, in one of them little trucks full of chickens and pigs, uh, you know, to get to get. I was just like my mind was like yeah. racing, and yeah. I pulled myself back again. I was like rewind, walk <laughs> again, and then this time I was like, just okay, let me just kind of let go of my mind, and nothing happened. And then I fell to my knees, yeah. and I was like, shit, nothing happened. And I started saying to myself, nothing happened, nothing happened. Nothing happened, nothing happened, na 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 nothing happened. And then the laughter started pouring through. And I was mm. like, oh my God, yes, that's exactly what I wanted. Nothing right. to happen. Mm. That was what was so delicious about it was that it was nothing. And that's when I discovered what I called a plain ass cracker. <laughs> a plain ass cracker. Okay. And we're not talking about a we're not talking about a white boy from the north now. No, 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 no. <laughs> what do you mean? Although that's included, all is included with the plain uh-huh. ass cracker. So what I mean is that I was so focused on getting the guacamole, so focused on getting the salsa, so focused on the mm-hmm. caviar. So focused mm-hmm. on the uh, even even the cheese whiz, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that I wasn't noticing this mm-hmm. plain ass, ever present cracker equal to every experience, no matter if it be super mm-hmm. spiritual, super mundane, mm-hmm. and that was the gift of that moment at sixteen was noticing. It was like seeing that my my descriptions took the back seat, and what took the foreground, what took the spotlight was just a clear, ever-present awareness. So that was really profound to go back yeah. and, and to notice that. And then to, to watch how life, you know, it's kind of like, I love how there's a teacher from India named Papaji, H.W.L. Punjaji, affectionately known as Papaji. And someone asked him about enlightenment or something. And he, he kind of mentions, you know, said that some people, you know, it's kind of like if you have a ceiling fan going or, or you have a fan going, and you unplug it from the wall, it's unplugged from the wall, but there's still a momentum to its blades. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of like a sweet experience I still get to get to get to be a part of. Yeah. And just watching that that unwind take place. And it's like the more I get to rest where I naturally am, the more I learn to rely on this as being well-being, as opposed to trying to rely on fixing something with my mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, and again, as you're talking, I'm, I'm thinking of, 
I mean, looking at, you know, everyone from the president of the United States who has uh-huh. toilets covered in gold. And I'm not against that. I'd love to, yeah. I'd love to poop in a gold toilet. Why not? Okay. Why not? <laughs> but to, you know, and I'm not, and I don't mean to be political because there's people on every, across the spectrum that have all yeah. kinds of money, all kinds of privilege, uh-huh. all kinds of uh-huh. everything they think they need. And mm-hmm. to be honest, I look at them and they don't look any happier than my grumpy neighbor who gets pissed off every time my dog's little tennis ball gets thrown yeah. into the yard and they got to mm-hmm. toss it back. <laughs> Yeah, very wise like, to notice. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, you have all of this stuff. You have mm-hmm. all of this accomplishment, all of this. Mm-hmm. And you don't really appear to me to be any more content than, mm. seriously, than my grumpy neighbor. Yeah, yeah. There's a huge trend that we're still, it seemed to be really enraptured by and, and caught up in, you know, this theme of, of relying on, on the story for peace and overlooking the peace that's here. That's why we write songs like, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. That's very, very sweet. But, you know, love is here. Peace mm-hmm. is here. And when we get skilled at noticing how it gets overlooked, then we can make we can start making little shifts that make all the difference. <laughs> yeah. You know, I want to ask you something about that specifically. That's really, because uh-huh. again, because I know you, uh-huh. uh, and I don't know you, but I know you. Yeah. And you know, and I know you're a very you're a very strong boundaried person. Uh-huh. Nobody takes advantage of actually. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right? And though, and I not though, but and you're incredibly generous of spirit mm. and mm. and so what does that look like? Cuz I think a lot of people, again, myself and my own journey included, we, yeah. we have this misnomer around love means I have to let people take advantage of me. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. So what does that look like in your life being both strongly boundaried and mm-hmm. immensely loving at the same time? Well, it's so fun to discover. You know, it's kind of like a, there's like a reparenting, there's a reschooling that takes place when you allow yourself to, to be in the silence, to be in, and in, in, when you allow yourself to be where you always are, you know. Um, there's these nutrients present. There's these vitamins present. You know, when we allow ourselves to be as we are, we allow life to be as it is. We get to extract the the, the nutrients of this of this learning that starts to reveal itself. And what I start noticing very clearly is that yes is beautiful and no is beautiful, and that love isn't limited to only looking like a hallmark, you know, image mm-hmm. of, of what love is supposed to look like. But mm-hmm. love can roar, and love can be wrathful, and love. Mm-hmm. Love is, is is free and wild and untamed, which are words that I always love to use. And and so it's so much fun. You know, we have every opportunity for that to show up. So in relying on and learning how to trust that this moment knows how to respond to itself, you get to be the witness of how this intelligence comes through. And it comes through as a yes, and it comes through as a no. And, mm-hmm. um, and that's trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've also seen that there are so-called spiritual teachers or even coaches mm-hmm. out there who will mm-hmm. use that same idea, that same of, you know, uh, it's almost like I can't do wrong because everything is uh-huh. love. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, you know, things like that can also give rise to the Holocaust. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. And yeah, it's so important to, you know, as you hold on to infinity and to infinite love you know truly you also start to notice that you hold on to the way 
love is appearing to itself, to the way God is appearing to itself as this play of phenomena, as, as human beings, as children, as, as these particular laws. You know, it's like you discovered conditioning is not bad. Constructive criticism is not bad. You're, you're, you're such an available presence, presence to listen to what people have to say. And, you know, you don't have to take it personally. You discover, oh, wow, I don't have to take this person. I can really listen and, and, and take it in, see if it's true for me, and even explore with, with something. And that's the benefit, the practical benefit of this infinite love. Because if not, you're just caught up in a Care Bear story. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and life is, and, and the mystery and the rawness and the, the value of breath, the value of, of, of feeding the children in the morning, the mm-hmm. value of, you know, get, gets overlooked. And, and, and so I, I love having conversations with people that are caught up in that and, and love bringing them back to reality and, and inviting them to notice stepping on the ground fully is also flying and soaring through the cosmos fully. Mm-hmm. And that's separate. Mm-hmm. So to again to kind of make this really yes. concrete, because yes. you know I'm thinking of I remember at a Byron Katie that the nine day mm-hmm. school for the work that mm-hmm. I went to. I remember hearing uh, uh, there was a black woman who she shared how she would beat her black boys because uh-huh. she said, you know what, the world is going to beat them. I better uh-huh. prepare them for it. Uh-huh. And so she beat them. And when she realized how she had abused her children with the best of intentions to prepare them for survival, (laughs) to man, the cry that came out of her voice, wow, the lament, the, Uh I've never heard a morning like that in my lifetime. Powerful, powerful. Mm -hmm. And, and it was incredible. And I think that's a lot of, but I think you you pointed to this earlier again, when we think things need to go a certain way, we yes. can do the worst things to people. Oh my gosh. The, you know, what is that saying? The, the road to hell is paved with good That's intentions. Right. And, and yeah, it's and true. Wor- working with couples has so, and reflecting on my own couple experiences uh-huh, has proven uh-huh. that to be so fucking true. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so true. So oh. good to check ourselves. Yes. So powerful to, to be willing to, to, to not have to know that that's the only way this is going to happen, to not have to know, you know, so many times we think our, our, our partner cannot handle the truth. That's our right. partner cannot handle um, this experience. Our partner cannot handle that information. You know, it's like, so who, who are we, who, you know, it's like, who do we see? We don't see our partner. We don't see the beloved we fell in love with. Now we're seeing uh, a, a victim that needs to have that 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 toilet paper wrapped all around them to protect them from the world, and it's like, right. how sexy is that, bitch? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure someone's into it, but I most... know, I know. Sorry if you're into that. Kind of stuff. <laughs> like, well, that that's pretty hot. I like it. Uh, yes. <laughs> Send me your email. I'll send you the PayPal. You know, you can get your own your own toilet paper. Do do your thing. <laughs> Well, and, and I'm curious from in your perspective and your mm-hmm. experience, what do you think then? Let's stay in intimate relationship for a moment. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Well, what do you think men need to learn or know to really have fulfilling intimate relationships? 
intimate relationships, intimate yeah. sexual relationships. Yeah. Hello, man. We're going to have an ASMR moment right now. <laughs> just get really close. And I just want you to take a moment to consider the possibility that who you motherfucking are is intimacy itself. You are intimacy. You are intimacy. When you know who you are, you discover that you are intimacy. That's why I love doing what I do, sharing what I share, loving what you're sharing. Because to really get to know who it is you are. How are you going to know about intimacy? How are you going to know about compassion? How are you going to know about love when you don't even know who it is that's knowing it? Mm. You know, it's like, no, mm. get, get know thyself. Mm. Get familiar with who you are. Maybe intimacy is synonymous with your bone marrow. Yeah. Maybe intimacy is synonymous with your nature. You know, and taking time in the silence, taking time to be in the poetry of unknowability, such wisdom can reveal itself because it's all here. It's yeah. all here. It's in every cell. It's in every testicle. It's in your DNA. It's in your pinus. It's in your brain. It's in your nose. It's, every, it's saturated mm -hmm. with these divine codes of wisdom, with this divine intelligence. And intimacy, you know, I notice in my experience now, I cannot escape intimacy mm -hmm. you know i love how in spiritual circles there's that little play on words of into me see mm -hmm. and that's really sweet you discover that you could share yourself because we only share one mind no one's alone in their insecurities no one's alone in their pain no one's <laughs> yeah. alone in their suffering right. and we all share the same one maybe maybe different variations but when it comes down to the crux of the matter it's mm -hmm. the same mm -hmm. and 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 then also, so there's that way. And then my experience that this world is happening inside of me. You are appearing in my heart. That person appearing in my heart. This circumstance appearing in my awareness, appearing in the consciousness. And there's nothing more intimate than noticing that. Yeah. You know, so it's a part of your nature. And for you to be willing to be silent, it starts the dawning of intimacy reveals itself. Because it's just about being yourself, being your authentic self, mm -hmm. and and being willing to 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 be completely flawed and broken, being mm -hmm. willing to be judged, being willing to be laughed at, being willing mm -hmm. to be called weak, being willing to be called small, being willing to be called big, being willing to be called and, <laughs> and being willing. willingness, yes, and that willingness which we all have. So mm -hmm. it's like. You know, if we all got our backpacks of coming to this planet with a particular gear, no one missed out on willingness. It's not like they ran out of willingness. Everybody's got the <laughs> same amount of willingness. Uh -huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Just a little flip, flip of a switch. That's right. That's right. Then that willingness. I'm willing to not know intimacy. I'm willing to not be intimate. What a discovery then. Intimacy just flies out you like a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember sitting around another table at dinner on, on Miami Beach on the Lincoln Boulevard, Lincoln at whatever it was, Avenue Boulevard, with you and a bunch of people. It was after maybe after a concert or something. Uh -huh. I don't remember. But and maybe eight people around the table, and I remember some. I think it was a woman around on the other side of the table. She was talking about kind of her spiritual journey and the all the years, and she was like, "How long it's going to take?" And and I remember, I remember you kind of just whispering under your breath a little bit, or it could just take a second. <laughs> and you and I looked. I think you and I giggled. We laughed at each other. You know, just that moment of recognition. 
And then the conversation just no one heard. It just went on like it didn't even happen. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> and I think you know that yes. the flip of a switch just go from resistance to just willingness. Yes. You know, one thing I love about these offerings and the work that you're doing, the work that I'm doing, and the work that so many people and more and more people are doing, it's like we're just offering the collective heart of our humanity options. It's like, hello, there's this option right here too. Mm -hmm. You're familiar with those options, but there's another one right up in here. Yeah, And one of those options is willingness. One of those options is allow this moment (laughs) to be as it is. (laughs) You know, man, it's so... You know, you speak with such beautiful poetry and it's so practically important. Uh, You know, even in relationship, one of the biggest Mm -hmm. challenges that when I'm working with couples, but again, in my own experience, man, I'm with my partner just over three years now. And we're, you know, for the first few years, we kind of get locked in that, even with the, again, best of intentions, we get locked in, we get locked in the, it's either my way or her way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, you know, one of us can usually pull the other a little bit more in a particular mm-hmm. direction and, and but boy, how that builds resentment. And, and mm-hmm. for me, what, what happens in this, as we're exploring willingness, it's, oh, it's the willingness for there to be a third way, the way of, yes. of, of we, a collective solution versus yes. just mine or hers. Yes, 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 yes. And the willingness to be completely hers and the willingness to discover that hers is completely yours. And, you know, it, it really opens, opens uh, the possibility for, for a whole new way to perceive yeah. those moments to reveal themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and even again, politically, it's the same thing. It's the same thing mm-hmm. as an intimate relationship as in, mm-hmm. in our politics. We're so, yeah. it's either this way or that way. And there's, our whole government is shut down because we're not open to a third way. There's no willingness mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. again, bring it back to what you said earlier, mm-hmm. to just not know. Have a moment of not, not knowing. No, yes. Like our song, um, Promising for All. Yeah, and, and and the chorus of that. <laughs> What's the chorus? Can you? The can chorus you... is um, promising for us. Well, I, you know what? I'll just pick it and I'll play it. Actually, I can just insert oh yes, it here. you can play it. Oh, please insert here. Where is the space? Where is the freshness for a new horizon? I remember riding that on the ferry from Vancouver to Vancouver right. Island. <laughs> remember, it felt like we were on a spaceship. Yes, that was so remember much that? fun. That was like amazing. A, like a gliding mall. <laughs> so we're going to wrap up, and I, and I have a okay. one, one final question for you. But I also want to just hear from you. What you know that what a what a magical experience that it's tour so together. So powerful. What was one of your kind of favorite memories? And there's there's countless and so many. But um, after the concert. Wrapping up the instruments, <laughs> wrapping up the, doing all the chords, uh-huh. putting, you know, it's like, it was so much fun to feel such bliss and such 
in something that I could see some others not really enjoying. (laughs) (laughs) It was so, Mm. in in the the challenging moments, it was so wonderful to notice that there was this deep available resource of wellness and and luxury that I could always rely on and tap into. So that was Mm. really sweet because we had some Mm. challenging moments too in that. So it was like, I love that there was always this part of it. But uh, I would, one of the things that also stands out is our, our performance at Burning Man, the mm. concert right before the, I don't know if it was right before the temple burn. Yes, it was. That Sunday, oh, that, 2010, yes, that right before Sunday. the temple burn. I know. All of us completely covered in dust, looking over at my brothers and seeing them covered, looking at you and, 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 and just, there was just such a special energy the crowd it was a packed house what was it called it was like the barns and nipples burns and nipples burns and nipples <laughs> that's right that's what you called it burns and nipples. that's what i called it burns i just put a nipples. photo of that moment on my website because i wrote a blog oh, cool. a few days ago about grieving oh, i didn't realize i had to grieve that experience that that we yes. went through and, that, and the ending yes. of it and one of those moments i put that moment also was one of my highlights so yes. if you go to my my website my blog blog on grieving why we, yes. we, meant we must learn to grieve everything. There's a photo of that moment. Oh, beautiful. beautiful. I can't wait to read it. I can't wait to read it. Yeah. yeah. What a, and and how, how delicious. What a delicious grieving. Because it really, I mean, it was like our, our stand by me moment. It was our every yes. like particular, you know, archetype of, of, of a man, you know, yeah. In, in, a, in a collective vision and, and, and on a collective journey. Yeah. You know, it was so beautiful. We were married, man. We were totally married. We were totally. I didn't want a guru and I didn't want five husbands. <laughs> and I had both. Right. I had, all had, had, had both. And, and in fact, I remember I would make that joke on stage, you know, my five yes. husbands when I would introduce yes. And, yeah. and I remember one of our concerts, I will never forget it. It was, it was a testimony to our fans. <laughs> yeah. This woman yeah. came up to me afterwards at the, well, was, you know, at the CD merch table. She came up to me and she's just with, with such, oh, such appreciation and gratitude in her face and wonder. And she said, I, I am so moved and touched that you six men would actually get married and part of your mission and your journey. And I remember looking at her like, is she fucking with me? <laughs> what? Does she not understand? Oh and it was, but again, it was just that testimony to the to what six these six men mm-hmm. and uh, the music and the experience. Yes. And, yes. Oh man, it was so beautiful. It was so powerful. I mean, the teaching, the learning, the love, the respect, the reverence, the yeah. silliness, the hilarity. Oh, and, and we were six, you know, again, strong personality dudes. I yes, mean, yes. you know, and the fact that we could get along so well and we had our moments, but I think again, yeah. it's, it's a testimony to what's possible for humanity. When we, when we, t- we take ownership of our shit, yes. you know, we, we mm-hmm. know ourselves first rather than just mm-hmm. living the projections onto everybody else, uh-huh. vomiting our project. And, 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 and again, be, be committed to being a presence of love yeah, and, yeah. and support for each other in the planet. It's beautiful, man. Beautiful. <laughs> All right, Ash, let's finish up with the five key takeaways. Okay. Here we go. Oh, yeah. I love keys. I can hear them dangling now. <laughs> and, and I do this again because we, we've just explored some really amazing, there's so much richness. In what yes, you, yes. I want to leave the, our listeners, men and women and, and other listening to, um, 
you know, stuff they can work with immediately in practice and, and go off and research. Okay. Yeah. Yummy, so, yummy, yummy. Number one, key insight. Okay. What's the one key insight that you would offer our listeners that you believe can make a meaningful impact on their lives because it has in yours? You are not your thoughts. Bam. <laughs> you are not, you are your, not thoughts. your thoughts, including the thought of you, including the thought of your past, including the thought of your future, including the thought of what you need, including the thought of where you at in consciousness, including the thought of how much masculinity, how much femininity you have, what the balance like, including the <laughs> thought of the cosmos, including the thought of ascension, including yeah. the thought of spiritual experiences. Yeah. Those are all thoughts and you are not that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and again, and again, and we'll, we'll tell people, what, anyway, you got to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> solo stuff and also the here to hear stuff because it's all in there. It's and it's so fucking good. Um, okay, key mentor number two. Name another man that you've been inspired by, living or dead, that you recommend our listeners to learn more about. Ooh, well, um, the first person that comes to me is my father. And, mm-hmm. and the heart of my father. And so while he is not in a book and he's not in a movie and he's not on YouTube, um, the, where he lived from is in your own heart. So that's where you can get familiar with mm-hmm. his work and with his being. He was diagnosed with AIDS when I was 12 years old. He was about 38. Mm-hmm. I'm 42. I'm the same age mm-hmm. that he was when he passed away wow. this year. So that was a really... Wow. powerful thing yeah. you know to, wow. to, to to be this age and to be like damn that bitch was young mm-hmm. when you're a kid 42 was really old but when you're 42 it's like oh hey i'm still rocking mm-hmm. it <laughs> <laughs> wow. and you were 14 when he passed i was 16 when he 16. passed yeah so he you know he was diagnosed he said he only had two years to live when he came into the house he pulled us all together and because we were all, you know, we didn't know yet for sure if he had AIDS. Mm-hmm. And he pulled us all together. It was me, all my little brothers and sisters. There's four of us, my mom, my two grandmothers. And we were in the living room and he said, I'm going to be honest and, and tell you the truth. And, and I don't want you to hear from this person or that person. But it's true. I have been diagnosed with AIDS. Mm-hmm. And we all fell into a puddle of tears. Mm-hmm. And, and at that time, it was a death sentence. It was a yeah. totally other time. Yeah. It was in 1987. And then he also said, you know, in that raw moment of all of our hearts totally broken open, he said, I want to take advantage of this moment and also be very honest and clear that you're going to have options here. And those options are, you're going to see this body get really old and get, or get really ugly and thin and sickly. And you're going to see the sickness start to take hold. That's, uh, you know, one of the things that happens. Um, you can focus on that solely. But you can also focus on my love for you getting stronger. Mm-hmm. You can also focus on my spirit getting brighter. You could also focus on my, the peace that I have, uh, just being more alive. And I can't remember exactly the words he used, but it was mm-hmm. a huge moment. Mm-hmm. You know, the power of perception, where I can put my focus, and, and also a true example of a, a man fully in his power and fully in his honesty. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Wow. What a gift you just gave us of your father. So thank you. Amazing. <laughs> Next one, uh, number three, your key resource, your most impactful, inspiring book, movie, or podcast of the last year. Oh, of the last year. Um, Okay, this book of poetry, 
called The Gift by Hafez. Mm. And it's 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 by my bedside, and I mean the poet the poetry in this book is just directly. Is there a short one? Is there a short one you can read real quick? There is, there is, there is. I open it up. Let's see. Oh, I love this one. It's called "How Do I Listen." Mm, Perfect. (laughs) How do I listen to others as if everyone were my master? speaking to me his cherished last words. Wow. How do I listen to others as if everyone is my master, speaking to me his cherished last words? Chills. I just think of my partner, you know, my, uh, my, my beloved, my beloved yes. Sylvie. And boy, if I, could, if I could listen at that level. Yeah, and you can. And I can't <laughs> on a good day. <laughs> on a good day. You know, what is, on what a good ex- day. <laughs> You're a giant ear. <laughs> That's what existence is, a big old ear. <laughs> Key investment in the last year. What's the best thing that you've spent money on? And I like to keep it under $10,000. Okay. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, you know, the last year, I would say it's the, it's, it's the year that I've invested in this body the most that I ever have in 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 getting massages in 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 getting getting love done in uh um you know spa moments and mm. you know because before I just I, I was just kind of like love 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 that also looked like go 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 mm-hmm. and there was not a lot of attention on this mm-hmm. on this physical body you know but as the body goes through what it goes through and 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 yeah, it kind of ages and, and calls out for a little bit more attention. It was really wonderful to pay attention to that and to invest in in you know all the acupuncture and all the massages and all the you know this this modality and that modality and and yeah. and, and, and vacations <laughs> yeah. and healthy foods. You know, um, so so yeah, it's been really fun to to include this body on this journey in, in a, such a cherished way. Beautiful. Excellent. Good reminder to me. My, my lady's always wanting me to go get massages and I'm always like, I got shit to do. <laughs> yes. But she's so right. She's so right. Yes, and, she is. And finally, uh, key practice. Please offer one consistent practice, spiritual, creative, personal, relational, that, that you challenge the men listening or women listening to take on for the next seven days. Oh, okay. Fun, 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 fun. I love the freedom game. So a lot of times we're all so wrapped up in our own freedom and our own enlightenment. It's like, I want to be free. I want to be free. I want to be free from my mind. I want to be free from my emotions. I want to be free from my body. I want to be from this world. I want to be free from, you know, ignorance and from, from the collective. I want to be free from the deep state. I want to be free from the cabal. I want to be free. I want to be free. <laughs> I want to be free from the Republicans. I want to be, be free from the Democrats. Yes, yes. Right. I want to be I want to be free. <laughs> and and so for this seven days to be the fairy of freedom, hold the magic wand of your own presence, and tell your mind how free it is when it's doing what it's doing. It's like, oh, look how free you are. Look at you doing your thing. Look at you and your anxiety, how free you are. Look mm. at you and your emotions, how free you are. Look how free in your sensations. Oh, look at that pain, how free it is to be itself. Look at that headache, how free it is. Or look at the circumstance unfolding, how free it is. You know, when you start 
telling the truth of the freedom of phenomena. You turn up the volume of the freedom of your own being because there's no separation, beloveds. And that can be a really fun and powerful way to experience um, um, your, 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 these seven days. Let the world know how free it is. Let the mind know how free it is because it, isn't, it, it, it indeed is. It's Freedom free. Game. It's not ever asking you for permission. Hey, can I have a negative thought right now? Excuse me. Is it okay if I have a negative thought right now? Excuse <laughs> me. Is it okay if insecurity reveals itself? Excuse me. Is it okay to be anxious right now? No, it's so super confident in its own existence. It don't give a fuck what you think. <laughs> you know? Uh, so to be willing to yeah. let everything know how free it is. Yeah. It turns up the volume of the freedom that you want. And ain't nothing juicy. <laughs> All right, man. Ash, it's been such a pleasure, man. I'm so glad we did this. And uh, me too. Where can our listeners learn more about you and what you're up to? Um, you can go to my website ashruiz.com A-S-H-R-U-I-Z.com um, I do self-realization mentorship and life coaching. You can also go to my Instagram which is Illusion Slicer or you can find me on Facebook at Ash Ruiz. Yeah, please and, and say hello. Send me a message that I'm, I, I noticed that I love everyone. <laughs> and this will all be in the show notes also Yay, show notes. you're driving you can't write any of this down just go to brianreeves.com slash men this way podcast and it's brian with a y reeves.com slash men this way podcast this will all be in the show notes how to get in touch with ash his links and ash i love you so much brother i Thank love you, you so, so much. much this has been so much fun and um i can't wait to, to share this with everybody Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so very much to everyone listening. Continue enjoying a beautiful experience of freedom. And um, I can't wait to see you. So excited when I get to hug you again. Let's see when that moment reveals itself. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you again to my dear brother, Ash Ruiz. Find Ash at Ash Ruiz, it's A-S-H-R-U-I-Z dot com or on Instagram at Illusion Slicer. And find that all and everything else on the show notes too at brianreeves.com slash podcast. Remember, it's Brian with a Y. If you can think of anyone who might be served by what you just heard, please share this episode with them now. And to help more men benefit from the wisdom in these conversations, please right now, take a moment to rate this podcast with every star in the sky so that you too can lead more men this way. And don't forget to subscribe yourself while you're at it. I'm your thriving life and relationship coach, Brian Reeves, Brian with a Y Reeves. Until soon, keep your head up, your breath relaxed, and your thoughts inspired.